0: Ow. Yep, there it is
1: right there All This right. is where theme music would play We don't know what it is But yes. there would be theme music That will be coming in post
2: Welcome to Legends TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to the Legends of Tomorrow, hit series. Ladies and gentlemen, back for season two, getting ready for it by, you know, playing catch up with me tonight. I'm here, of course, Bo York, your host, but forget all about me. Let me tell you about the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Matthew Bell. Bo, I have something very important to tell you. Uh, I am not the Bell that you are familiar
0: with. (laughs) I am the Bell from the future a dark horrible evil future
2: where all the legends of podcasting have been taken no wait hang on all have been taken hostage but but that's not possible i i'm i'm a legend of podcasting i'm i'm still here
0: well uh, apparently in this timeline your importance was a bit inflated uh, so <laughs> but it's okay it's okay we're here and i have a team with me and you're all going to be saved Okay, so let me get this
2: straight. You, Bell, are not the Bell from the present. Has the Bell from the present been captured up as well? Uh, Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't don't keep tabs on him.
0: We just left Chris Hardwick, so. And who's that voice? Like, where, where are these voices coming from? This, my friend, is a new team that I have assembled to ensure the future of podcasting. These are the future legends of Legends TV Talk? Yes, the legendary legends of Legends TV Talk.
2: So together with these legends, you're here so that I can be saved by the bell. Indeed. All right, so who we got, man? Bell of the future, who are these new legends for Legends TV Talk? To my left, I have Cal Krauss.
1: Good hello on.
2: And to my right, Will Benson.
1: Ah, uh, salutations. Okay, and Kyle the- Will. Yes.
2: You guys are from the future as well?
1: Yes, where there's no cops, so no big belly burger. Actually, I'm from an alternate Earth. I'm from Earth 52 and a third. (laughs) It's an itty-bitty place. Otisburg is our capital. Oh, snap.
2: Okay, this this is a really dark and really confusing uh, timeline situation that we've gotten ourselves into. So Bell's from the future, you guys are from some sort of alternate weird stuff going on. But you know what? We're going to work with it, because ladies and gentlemen, this is Legends TV Talk, and we are here to play a little bit of catch-up, maybe a little bit of review of what came in Season 1 as we get hyped for Season 2, and hopefully, by the end of this episode, I will not be taken up by the Time Lords, because Bell and team will have done their job and I will not be erased from the timeline. But if it happens, well, let's just hope it doesn't. Okay, guys, uh, Will and uh, Kyle, man, great to have you guys Thank on you. the show, uh, especially since you guys are joining officially the uh, the legends of podcasting in the sense uh, you want to kind of give a quick introduction to both of yourselves and, and what you've been doing in the podcast world.
1: I'll oh,
3: okay. go after you, sir. Um, I currently run a podcast called American Cinephiles Uncut. We are currently on hiatus due to life. But with our podcast, we review movies and talk about movies and
1: everything like that. Good. What about you, Will? I'm, uh... I'm from upstate New York. My name's Will Benson. I used to run a podcast, actually. Uh, we were on hiatus when the show ended. I used to run a podcast called Action Stations, which was uh dedicated to uh BattleStar Galactica, the new one, and uh you know, I've also done a bit of radio, I've done a bit of, you know, video, name it, you know, and I'm having a good time. I've got deep DC knowledge because I'm probably older than all of you combined. And you know, I'm really excited to be here. I mean, I've been a listener for a while. So,
2: Awesome. Awesome. Of course, Bell and I uh, are background in Flash TV talk. I'm sure if you're uh, listening at this point, it's my favorite show. Oh,
3: I like panel to screen. You're making me blush
2: across the Internet. (laughs) Hey, the most unnecessary show on the podcast. That's a good one as well. Wait, unnecessary show on the (laughs) podcast on the Internet. Yes, absolutely. Panel to screen. You got to check it out. Uh, Well, great, guys. So glad to have you on board. And uh, and talking about legends, Will, you also mentioned, of course, you being a big uh, DC fan, Kyle. Where does your your love for DC begin?
3: Uh, it begins way back to 1992 with Batman Returns and Batman the Animated Series when that debuted. Now, jump forward 20 plus years, I'm watching every single DC show and watching every single comic book movie that there is. Uh, I mean, I'm just looking at one of my comic uh, one of my bookshelves, and there's it's completely filled with DC comics and DC graphic novels.
0: Would you say that you're the absorbing man yes. of
3: DC Comics? Yes.
2: Cal, did you start watching uh, DC TV with uh, at least the Modern Age with with Arrow or or Smallville? Or
3: I actually started watching it when Smallville per- first premiered, and then I. Jumped off uh, right before Season 5 started, uh, and then I got back on with it with Season 8 and Doomsday. And then when they announced that Arrow was going to be the next show, I was super excited to see what they were going to do with it and everything. Uh, and I know everyone has their own opinions about Arrow Season 3 and 4, but I liked it. I liked what they did with Ra's Ghoul and everything. I mean, they brought back Constantine for that and everything.
2: Hey, no, that's good. I mean, statistically speaking, somebody had to, so I'm glad that we found you. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It, 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 it wasn't that bad. The Felicity show is perfectly fine if you like, you know, Felicity. Uh, and and we do. And we do. We love Felicity. Will, man, you, uh, of course, you, as you mentioned, being a big DC fan, where does your love of the comics begin, especially since you dropped the bomb that you were older than all of us combined?
1: <laughs> I would have to say probably 1985. Oof. crisis on infinite earths oh
2: snap that's a yeah. that's a heavy one to be your first step into the uh, into the universe
1: well cuz it had green lantern and i'm a green lantern guy so i mean it, it probably could be started with the super friends too so oh yeah yeah but from that's there and then uh cool. you know i've basically stuck around D.C. the whole time until, uh, Flashpoint, New 52. And then, um, you know, now I'm kind of back in deep because, you know, rebirth is a beautiful thing.
2: Oh man, we, we got to talk some <laughs> rebirth a little bit later on this episode, but what about <laughs> the modern age of D.C. TV? What's been, uh, what was your entry into it and what's your perspective thus far?
1: Um, probably like most Smallville was great. Uh, the first like three or four seasons, it lost its way. I popped out, um, been a fan of arrow since day one flash i mean i might have gotten a pre-season screener somewhere which we will not discuss about internet things but uh, (laughs) i mean it's you know right up to supergirl right up to you know i'm still in it i mean arrow loses me every now and again but uh you know in fact, I would say Legends was better than Arrow this season, but, you know, don't quote me on that.
2: Oh, look, man, that I think, honestly, I think that may be fair. I think that Arrow started really solid. I, Arrow this season had some moments, but the moments didn't really make up for the entire season. You know, my qualms with Legends all of season one uh, we're we're really just about consistency in terms of rules and trying to follow what was going on based on the rules that they established. You know, we actually got some feedback over the summer. We got an iTunes review and from somebody that said we overthink things, and that's true. At least on Flash TV Talk, when it comes to time travel, we overthink things. And perhaps part of the problem with uh, Legends TV Talk season one was that maybe I was trying to overthink things a little bit too much. I don't know.
1: I, I don't think that was the case. I think really where where season one started to go like a little they didn't have rules. Is you're right, you know if you look at shows with time travel, Doctor Who, uh, you know even Star Trek to an extent. There's rules. Back you know, to the Future: The Animated Series. There you go. There, are, there's rules that you have to follow. And legends did. They would they would break a rule one episode, and you know that they had held San you know, four episodes earlier. So I mean, it, they couldn't really decide which way they wanted to go. I get the feeling though they're going to write the ship this year, at least I hope so.
0: <laughs> well, let's 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 be real here. I mean, the only Not rule anymore. in Legends of Tomorrow is there are no rules.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore, at least. <laughs> and, you know, Roy without Amy is weird. But anyway. I'll <laughs> <laughs> see
2: like I think we've got uh, some good stuff to look forward to with with Legends season two. You know, I, I was I was on the fence as to what I was wanting from the series and where I thought the series was going. You know, I'm excited to have uh, you three really helming up this podcast going forward uh, because you know you you both you all three of you kind of bring unique experiences, unique takes on where DC is, where DC TV is. Um, you know, Will with your kind of wealth of knowledge, Kyle with uh, you know your your love of uh, of DC TV, and Bell with you just being I mean, let's admit it. The nicest guy on the internet. I mean, like, it's, it's just, it's, it's, a, I mean, it's a fact, it's a fact. <laughs> um, you know, I think you three are going to bring, uh, some great consistency to legends TV talk, which I'm really looking forward to, uh, and, uh, and tuning in every single week that there is a new episode, hearing your guys' thoughts. I think it's going to be great. Uh, but first let's play a little bit of catch up season one in review. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, what was your thoughts of season one of legends
3: as a whole. As a whole, aside from the time traveling rooms rules, I thought one of the best episodes was Star City 2046 and when they went to the vanishing points uh, and also where they figured out that they were being manipulated. Uh, with those episodes, I think the show found its footing. So unfortunately near it was near the end, but they figured out what they wanted to do and what kind of show they wanted to put on for us with, with those couple of episodes.
2: Fair enough, fair enough. Will, what about you, man? Uh, season one, what were your thoughts? What was your favorite episode? Uh,
1: season one was pretty, you know, it was. It started off with such a, with such hope, and I mean, I could see where things were. Um, you know, I'd have to say, too, my my favorite episode was Star City 2046. I mean, mm. Connor Hawk, did, enough said. Yeah. You know, um, the fact that Ali was there, you know, and he kind of had one arm, he kind of, they were trying to Going back a little bit to Dark Knight Returns, in that regards, good show um, overall. The season, I think it did. I think it was it was too hit and miss. It was almost like I think I don't know who the showrunner is on this show, and I don't know that they have one because I kind of get the feeling that they've got somebody just a loose goose at the stick, and every, re- the, every week the writer's room gets to make up something new. <laughs> you know, I loved, I liked the ending, but it it got a little. You know, a little it got tied up a little too good. And for goodness sake, if you're gonna have Firestorm, use Firestorm. I don't need to see. I don't need to see Cindy Bristow's dad and some kid running around. I want to see a dude with his head on fire. You know, that was that was the problem I had. <laughs>
2: You know it's 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 always it's like a catch 22 right we've got this super powerful amazing visually stunning character and yet it's it's probably one of the most expensive effects to have to uh inject in the scenario and so it's like where do you find the balance but you know I think I think ideally you know they'll in going forward uh, perhaps they've learned from uh, season 1 you know you mentioned not not really knowing who's in charge this is something different i mean what we've seen with kind of dc tv in the modern era and specifically what's going on with the cw i mean it's 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 a different type of relationship. You're seeing unique types of contracts being written up for a lot of the talent behind these shows, uh, based on more of like a a series or, or um, what do they call it, like a network yeah. agreement as opposed to an individual series agreement. And so it's it's interesting to see kind of how that's going and where things will fall out. You know, Bell. Last time that we were on the show, we were talking about future Hitler and uh, saving Jules Verne. You know, the the season has come to its climactic uh, close since then. What did you think about where season one ended up?
0: Well, you know, we talked about how it started, how it was kind of rocky and, you know, overthought a little bit, but, you know, towards the end of it, I just kind of threw that part of my brain away and just sort of enjoyed the ride. Uh, I realized this is a different show, uh, like for all the reasons you mentioned earlier with the different, uh, writers, uh, a bunch of different, not really no showrunner really. And so it, it kind of showed, but all in all though, it was still a fun ride. And, uh, some of the choices I didn't really like, i.e., uh, spoilers for those of you who haven't seen, and we haven't really talked about this episode yet. Uh, you know, our, our, our good friend, Captain cold, uh, will no longer be with us from here on out. Of course, this is a time travel show, so you never know. Um, but yeah, they, they, they kind of set it up to where they can go anywhere from here. And, and that's, that's a really, uh, positive, positive thing moving forward. So I'm excited about that. Uh, and I just, you know, I, I hope it was the next season is, is as much fun as the last one was.
2: You know, I've said it before, Bell. I think we even talked about it on Flash TV talk and kind of a a little bit of a retrospective on on where Legends ended up. My biggest fear going into Legends of Tomorrow was that they were gonna take one of my favorite characters of Captain Cold, who's a who's a Flash character And like, it was, it was kind of either, or in my mind, they're either going to take him and make him a hero on a separate show, or they're going to take him and worse, kill him on a separate show. And they did both. And so (laughs) they, they made him a hero and then they killed him. And, you know, like you said, this is time travel. So they're able to go back to that well and get him earlier in the time stream. But for all intents and purposes over on Flash, I mean... You know, we know obviously that Wentworth Miller is going to be appearing. We also know that we're dealing with Flashpoint Universe. I, I still don't know how I feel about the ending of the series, you know, forget time travel rules and the wonkiness that they've kind of incorporated in this. And yeah, like you said, you got to kind of throw your brain out the window and just kind of enjoy the, you know, the sandbox fun of all of these heroes coming together. I get that, but they threw one of the heroes out of the sandbox or more specifically one of the villains out of the sandbox. That's one of my favorite. So I don't know. Part of me just wants to go into the corner of the sandbox and sulk. And uh, the other part of me wants to like jump out of the sandbox, dust him off and then take him over back to my corner and say mine.
0: <laughs> go home with your toys. Basically
2: essentially take him, bring <laughs> it back to flash, but we can't cause he's dead now. Or, or is he? That That's the question, right? I mean, Will, what do you think? Is is Captain Cold dead?
1: Of course he's not dead. I mean, my goodness. I mean, it's, it's time travel. It's vanishing point where, you know, at least in the comic universe, I mean, anything could happen there and it doesn't stick. I mean, when they rebooted DC the first time, you know, they were sitting at the dawn of time. And any time they wanted to make a change sense, they'd have to go to one of those two places to make it happen. Not just that. I mean, the only reason he left is... He's going to go and break out of prison again with his brother. Mm. I mean, you know, it's, he's going to be back. He's going to be back as himself. They'll find some way to undo everything. Odds are good what's going to happen is they're going to realize that they need the Time Masters to do something huge and large. And they're going to have to undo everything they did in episode 15. Ah, That's so what I think is going to happen. Perhaps they're going to have to the, leave him in charge.
2: Perhaps the Time Masters have him in cold storage.
1: Wow! <laughs> I, I hope do. he can break out of that prison. Hey. <laughs> surely, ah. surely he has some experience in that field, right?
2: <laughs> so, Kyle, I mean, that's a good point, right? I mean, we we've seen in, in comic books before that death is never really death, uh, and you know, with all the the time travelness, it, it could go crazy. When we see Captain Cold again, do you think it will be the same Captain Cold? Do you think it'll be an alternate timeline? Flashpoint? What? How do you think that he'll make his uh, triumphant return? <sighs>
3: I think it'll be the same cold, but just the the same cold like we saw from the beginning of Legends where it's the more evil snart and not the hero snart from the end. Uh, That's the route I see them taking. I I hope that's the route they take because Captain Cold is a villain through and through. Heatwave isn't one of my favorite rogues, so they can do whatever they want with him like what they did with Kronos.
0: You know, Heatwave was interesting for me, right? Because he started as this really unstable character that really only Captain Cold could, could bring in line. And I feel like at the end of the show, uh, the, what they have with him is going through all the the, the weird chrono training and stuff like that is to make him more stable and more like a Captain Cold at the latter parts of legends of tomorrow. So I I feel like maybe what they're trying to do is replace Captain Cold's presence maybe with, with, with with more of like a sane Mick Rory. I don't know. What, What do you, what do you think?
1: I think what they're going to do is actually, for the time being, it's too it's too much of a it's too much of a uh, you know of a nut to try to grab there. It's too tempting to grab, is what I was trying to say. He's coming back as Citizen Cold. I mean, there's no way you do Flashpoint without Citizen Cold. Mm-hmm. I mean it. it it's it's too good to have him. I almost want to see him be happy-go-lucky. I almost wanted him to be like, Hey, how's it going guys? You know, just to see oh, something different, Susan but I think Cold. he's going to totally come back. forgot to about flash, Cold. you yep. know, and I, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that would be amazing. It but I think it's, you're right about Heatwave. I mean, I think Heatwave, they were trying to... He was a one-note, two-dimensional, I, I like to light fires kind of guy. That's the, basically what he said for an entire year and a half on Flash. <laughs> I want to start fires. Yeah,
0: it's like a punchline, right? Like everything was yeah. like, let's burn it.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, they had to do something with him. I don't agree with the making him the guy that was chasing them because I'm sorry he's been... No, it did, that part didn't work. Cause he was too meticulous and too ahead of them almost all the time. In some ways, he was kind of like the uh, Jason Statham character in Fast and Furious 7. Mm. Where it's, you know, hey, we're standing in a building. Oh, look! There he is! <laughs> you know, it just it it didn't work but i like the fact that it managed to put him on an arc and yeah i think he's going to go forward as somebody different no
2: well so different new is interesting you know uh, obviously the the big twist was that he was Kronos. and and something that we've seen from you know this this era of dc tv uh, is this combination of heroes bell actually on uh, the webcomic that you are an artist for the Brogues, thebrogues.com, uh there was a a great special issue that went out, uh, this week, uh, that, that had, uh, you know, it was kind of a nod to the fact that this happens. It was, uh, you know, Jay Garrick, uh, the black flash and zoom all standing in line trying to uh, get a, uh, free, what was it? A, uh, a free sample for like maximum energy. Exactly. Exactly. the Most delicious
0: it's, energy drink in all the multiverse.
2: One, one per person sample situation. And so Obviously, you know, the idea behind this uh, super grift being that, of course, in in the TV universe, they're all the exact same person. Uh, Here, we're getting a little bit of that. I mean, do you anticipate in season two, we might actually get with uh, the Justice Society more combination of characters? Well, I have an idea that what
0: Rex Tyler is arriving from the future to like warn them about at the end of Legends of Tomorrow is uh, <laughs> Barry screwing up the timeline again. It's like, hey, you know, all that stuff that you guys did to like, you know, kill Vandal Savage and save the world. Well, there's this guy and I know you all kind of know him, uh, but we need to stop him because he's going to ruin the timeline again. Uh, <laughs> but but I don't know. It, it, seriously, though, uh, you yeah, I don't know. That that gets confusing, right? I mean, that that was kind of the joke of the comic uh, that we did was that when you have all these characters playing different characters, but it's all the same character, it gets muddled. Like that sentence right there was example of not, uh, of how confusing this can be. So. <laughs> Maybe what they'll end up doing is they'll go back to like a reset point and then go from there and either develop the characters differently or uh, do something different with them. But I I, I don't know if we're going to have a thing where it's like cold before Flash meets cold after Flash, but before cold has died in the time future stream vanishing point thing. So,
1: well, when did he he, did, he got the cold gun on screen, though, didn't he? Season one. It's not like he was Captain Cold before. Well, that's true. He's just Leonard Snart. He before. was just, a, yeah. He was just. He was just a burglar. You know. So I, I, I hope that that would be how they'd do it. But I'd be curious to see how they'd pull that off.
0: Yeah, cause without cold undoing that, without a cold that. gun, he's just Mr. Snart. He's just a guy who talks <laughs> like this all the time. <laughs> You know, for me, I, I do like the, the, most... uh, the snart drawl though. It's 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 nice.
2: Barry Allen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, probably the greatest moment and that's been a Captain Cold moment was when Barry like you know, like sneaks up on him while he's in the middle of the heist. He's like Leonard. He's like Barry. <laughs> like they just yeah. whisper each other's thing back and forth. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. Um, you know, it, when it comes to legends, though, you know, obviously Captain Cold has a special place in my heart. But beyond that, you know, I've really found uh, the character of the White Canary and uh, Sarah Lance and what they did with her to really be a very interesting character. I mean, here we have a hero, sort of, who you know, like you know, with 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 Captain Cold, he's a villain that's a little bit of a lighter shade of gray. Uh, and then where we have with White Canary, she's a hero that's like a darker shade of gray, right? They they kind of blend together a little bit from the opposite sides
3: of, of the spectrum.
2: Uh, Kyle, what do you think we can kind of foresee here with uh, Sarah Lance and, and where she goes from uh, in season two? Uh,
3: I think she'll be more of that uh, white knight and less of the morally gray. Uh, I think she'll take more of a leadership role as like Rip's uh, right hand woman. I also think that she's going to kick a lot more butts because, uh, I mean, come on! That's who Sarah is. She's a butt kicker. This
2: is very true. Uh, of course, you know that League of Assassins training. I mean, there's there's very few on the team that really have her kind of experience and fighting style. Um, but Will, you know, what do you think? I mean, are are we done? Like, was was Leonard kind of a? a bad influence on Sarah and Sarah was a good influence on Leonard. I mean, like with him out of the picture, do you think she's going to go a little bit more morally uh, on the, on the side of the angels?
1: I think they got to keep her where she's at for a while. Um, Because I mean, after they really started to delve into some of what happened to her on Arrow, I mean, that's when she died on Arrow is about where I hit a jacked. And you know, she's, I think she's still the part of her that was on Arrow is still in there, but I think she's going to be more along the line of, you know, they need her to kind of stay that kind of dark walking the fence and riding in and out because, I mean, not only that, they've lost Kendra. She's not coming back. Mm -hmm. So you can't have, you know, I don't think they want to go to the realm of, you know, having a female character who can't do anything. And if you make her just, you know, Susie Pollyanna she's just going to be the girl to get rescued every other day. Right. You know, she's gotta be this, you know, butt whooper. If she's not, then, you know, what's going to happen to her. That's good.
2: Um, you know, our, our, our fearless leader, uh, in the forum of, uh, Rip Hunter, you know, he he kind of went on a bit of a journey this uh, the first season as well. Like, you know, to, 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 in many respects, it's kind of his show. It doesn't always feel like that because it is very much an ensemble cast, but this is the, our first introduction to him. Uh, this is the the series that, you know, when, when it opens up, you don't get, you know, my name is Barry Allen. You don't get my name is Oliver Queen. You get specifically Rip Hunter and he's going through the Time Masters and his backstory.
1: So yes, back- I'm a doctor who <laughs> travels through time. Get a device.
2: It, it's totally different.
0: It's totally it's totally di- different.
2: <laughs> it's not bigger
0: on the inside, though. I can tell you that very much right now.
1: <laughs> That's know, what yeah. she said.
2: <laughs> they, seems like they get new rooms in that ship every day. But uh, but what do you think for Rip, man? Season two. What do what are you expecting, Bell? Uh, so I I don't know.
0: I really liked the, 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 the twists that they had with Rip were like he's a kid that, that straight up murders somebody and so he's got this kind of like twisted sort of like shaded past but he's but he but he's genuinely a, a good guy he's kind of like a, a chaotic good sort of character where you know he does have the best interest of, of his crew slash family in mind but he's not willing to, to uh, step behind that line kind of like the Flash would you know except for in season two when he kind of willy nilly killed people at the beginning but we're not going to talk about that because uh, Flashpoint happened and so that's not going to happen is what I'm I'm guessing, but uh, <laughs> so it, it, it's kind of neat to see that not necessarily anti hero, but sort of like uh Rorsach, but not crazy. I'm so sorry, Rorsach.
3: Rorsach. Hey guys, Kyle here. Just a bit of warning. Uh, my audio at this very point started to get very discombobulated. Uh, it's fixed now for the next episode, but just going forward, it is going to be a little bit unprofessional unfortunately but um just like it will is fixed for next time um hopefully it's not too bad um enjoy
1: the rest of the show bye rorschach
3: yeah
2: How rorschach
1: you, wasn't he one of, wait was it rorschach one of the uh the sweat hogs I okay you were really
3: showing your age on that one because <laughs> i i have no idea who you're talking about
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey up your nose with a rubber hose, okay? <laughs> and we've now got to back
1: Cotter podcast.
0: So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your dreams are never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but, but yeah, so, you know, he, he's got that sort of, uh, that darkness about him so that he's willing, you know, to, to make the hard calls that some of the other characters might, uh, you know, white canary aside might have, uh, trouble doing. So I, I'm curious to see that explored and to see, you know, what uh, the 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 effects that, that happened last season uh, affect him and, and change him in uh, his character going forward? So so it'll be neat to see whether or not they keep that, whether or not they explore that more, or if they're going to kind of keep him static in the role that he's in now. So I I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but he's got a lot of interesting backstory and since we're dealing with time travel, we can get experience that firsthand as opposed mm-hmm. to, you know, flashbacks or things like that. Like in this case, when they bring his past self up and he stabs somebody like that was a really neat thing. So, uh, maybe we'll see some more of his, of his past, but, uh, yeah, it, it does kind of feel like it's his show and I, I do want to see more from his character. And so hopefully we'll be able to get more of that.
2: So we know this season coming up, we've got the uh, Justice Society obviously playing a pretty pretty significant role. Uh, Vixen, we've got Commander Steel, Obsidian, Stargirl, Dr. Midnight uh, have all kind of been uh, confirmed to be on the horizon here. Uh, of, of those Society members, uh, you know, Will, especially with your kind of background, who are you most excited to see playing a role?
1: Uh, I'm kind of still hopeful for Wildcat, but, you know... Out of that group, I'd probably have to say Obsidian. Again, the Green Lantern thing. Um, You know, and with Obsidian, I'm really hoping they somehow find a way to bring Jade. Because you can't really have one without the other. But um, other than that, I mean, and I'm really liking this idea of the Legion of Doom. Even though, yes, it's Damien Dark and, you know, all these... I think, actually, I think Snart's in that. Yeah. So... I mean, you guys are in on that, right? Yeah.
2: Well, so yeah, I was, I was. was That's where I was going next. Actually, Uh, is is specifically talking about the uh, the upcoming. We need show
1: notes. Um, (laughs) Those are coming, um, by the way. I would say Obsidian is uh, probably out of that group my favorite, if not Citizen Steel.
2: Yeah, you know, um, interestingly enough, you mentioned uh, uh, Wildcat, but uh, of course we got Wildcat in season season two,
1: correct? Of season three, right? right, Yeah, yeah, but that Oliver quite. died. Right, but I'd love for that to have been like his son. I know it said Ted Grant, but I want to see like a grizzled, like, Ted. I want to see like the old Ted Grant. I want to see like, you know, the Reed Richards hair and, Ah, you know, kind of like, I got nine lives. What do you got? You know, I mean, just the Jeff Johns Wildcat, not the... Arrowverse, like here, here's this model that we pulled out of GQ, and look, he boxes.
2: <laughs> look, it's it's the CW. They're always going to be models they pulled out of GQ. That's just that's just part of it. But so <laughs> many I will people, tell you this, people in the CW universe, it's crazy. The society, you know, that we're going to get. You know, I've already mentioned, but Vixen being a member of that. Do you think that the Justice Society of America is going to be characters from various points in the time I'm. Um, what do you think in uh, the little
3: teaser that they showed? Uh, or the only little teaser that they showed so far, having like some Justice Society in World War II, which is I, from what I remember, is uh, where the Justice Society was um, act around um, on Earth Two, or their Earth Two. So I'm, I'm I I think they might stick with like the core group of the JSA or or the members of the J that they have announced already as, um, the World War II era. And then, um, uh, Vixen, who is Mari's grandmother. Yeah. Grandmother.
2: Oh, okay. That would explain it. Yeah. Cause I did read that they recast Vixen. So, so right? they, She's actually playing a completely yep, different
3: I, character. I, yeah. Okay. I'm excited for All star right. girl. Hey, star having, girl. Having, this would be like an, um, live action version of Stargirl the first one being on Soul and during that JSA crossover with with Hawkman and Dr. Fate. They need to bring in Dr. Fate to uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, that, That's who I want to see. I want to see You're right. I want Dr. Fate Well, I was um, excited with that. Sandman and I know it's never going to because uh, the uh, extended universe movie want uh, I want Scott Green Lantern.
0: That would be cool. Give it time. I was Spectre. excited though. Like, you know, when Constantine came on and we see the the Dr. Fate helm and everything, like I was just, you know, I was like, heck yeah, they're gonna go that route. But now we see what happened with Constantine. So who knows? But uh this I, I'm just really excited because you guys have been naming a bunch of characters for the last like five minutes, and I've just been like, Who are they? So this is gonna be really fun for me because I'm gonna get this 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 huge wealth of comic book knowledge from people who are
1: far more knowledgeable about it than me. Uh. All right, well, here's what you do. Go get JSA. Number one, like it's already in a trade paperback. It's from the late nineties. It was Jeff Johns, James Robinson, classic. And it goes through a lot. You're going to see you're going it, it does. It brings you right up. You're not going to really put it down. You'll get the rest of them. But I mean, it, it came out right around the same time as JLA with the grant Morrison. And it's, 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 ex- it really is good. Well, I have, and, I f- mean now, yes, I mean, you mentioned Spectre, Kyle. No. Here's the thing. I do not want to see Spectre because Spectre becomes, no, Spectre becomes the Dr. Sonic screwdriver. He becomes this like great, this thing that could fix everything. You know, I mean, every time Spectre shows up, you know, the fight's really pretty much over. I mean, it's not often he gets beat. It, it'd be like having your, a Superman in the show again. You know, I, I find Spectre to be boring, and then which version of Spectre is it? Is it going to be, you know, are they going to bring back the original? Is it going to bring back um, the guy from Gotham? I, I'd like, want the I mean, original one. With which which his, Spectre do forgetting we Forgetting his name. Corrigan. Jim Corrigan. Me too. Corrigan. Jim Corrigan. I I like him too. It's just, it, it, every time he shows up, it becomes the easy way out of everything. Ah, we'll let Corrigan handle it. Let's go get a beer. Yeah. <laughs>
2: You know, it's interesting. You mentioned, uh, of course, Doctor uh, Doctor Fate, and yeah. you know, Bell. Yes, they teased him in in uh, Constantine, but now is it Constantine? I mean, that's confirmed to be in the same
0: universe.
1: Yes. So
2: theoretically, that helmet exists in this universe.
1: Correct.
0: Yeah, it does. You know, I I didn't really think about that. Just with the you know deep sadness that i felt with uh constantine going off the air it was very nice to see him in in uh arrow season four though so that was more of like a glimmer of hope there so yeah w- with any leakage of constantine coming into the DC TV universe it would just be phenomenal and i think dr fate would be an excellent uh excellent addition to that maybe maybe more the the magic side because we, we have a magic villain on arrow with damian dark but we haven't really seen too many magical heroes granted i don't keep up that much with arrow so maybe there's more in there so that'll be an interesting they're, aspect for them to go. They're doing uh, their they doing the rumored lineup for Justice
3: League Dark movie is said to have Zatana. So that they probably won't bring Zatana to the small screen now. Yeah and I but think at least the Justice League Dark animated film either
1: mm-hmm. with Matt Ryan as Constantine. That That's looks true. incredible.
0: Yeah. Oh excellent. He's gonna be the voice Fantastic. Yeah. No,
1: no, no. It's gonna be like Roger Rabbit. They're gonna have him there in a bunch of cartoons. That would be amazing.
0: <laughs> I would totally watch that. I, I would, would totally watch that. It's like no. it's it, it's <laughs>
2: mystical. You, you can't tell me it couldn't happen. Hashtag fund it. That needs to happen. That yeah. sounds awesome. All right. So, you know, you mentioned already, of course, Legion of Doom is on the horizon here as kind of the the villainous organization that will be going up against the uh, society. Uh, And of course, the Legion of Doom that we get in this universe is filled with kind of some of the top tier bad guys for the teams that have come before. So we have the reverse Flash, Malcolm Merlin, Damian Dark and Captain Cold. Now, Kyle, I believe it was you that earlier that kind of made mention the fact that this Captain Cold will probably be snatched up probably by the reverse Flash. Uh, from that bar that we saw at the the end of uh, this season, so that it will be kind of a, a Captain Cold out of time. Um, but what about these other guys? I mean, obviously Damian Dark, we saw him in the past and in, in kind of the distant past. I mean, where do you think the I, where, where are all of these characters I have coming a from? The feeling. Time? Uh, um, go ahead and kick us off there, Kyle. Th-
3: yeah, the Dark is going to be like the f- um, Rule Two. Um, Cold area era, and then Malcolm Merlin. Uh, see that his like downfall didn't happen until his wife died, so it's going to be after that. So, I'm thinking might be between seasons one and two, where he just disappeared, fell because that then that would make perfect sense. Where was he this whole entire time?
2: That's good. Will, of these four, I mean, who do you think? I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, to, to, to some extent, all four of these guys are masterminds in their own right. But who do you think will be leading this team?
1: Oh, I, I, and I'm going to go against you on here. You're going to, you're going to kick me off. Um, I love Lightner as, as Eobard. I, he is visually Eobard thought he's got the stupid blonde haircut with the emo look. And I mean, he, the, whenever he was on screen that first season and last season, when he was Eobard, I looked at him and said, that's reverse flash to me. So, I mean, I think it's going to be him. I think he's going to be the one to put them together and go, you know, we got to do this and dark. He'll have some way to control dark because dark will want the power. You know, but Snart just wants to steal stuff and Malcolm Merlin likes to pretend he doesn't have power so that he sneaks up on you and takes it. But I I think it's going to be, I think it's going to have to be Eobard, you know, know, because he's going to be like the timeline. He'll say, I know what's happening in time.
2: Based on the uh, previews that we've got, no, you're good. Based on the previews that we've gotten for season three, I mean it. It looks to me as though you know I'm I'm digging what they're doing with with Eobard uh, on on the Flash season three. Um, I guess my main thought there is that you know we're already literally dealing with an Eobard that's out of time. You know we've we've talked about it before, and fans of the Flash know that after season one, uh, the Eobard was effectively erased from the timeline except for these remnants that existed in the speed force at that point of, uh, of kind of internal destruction. And so, you know, do you think that this will be the same Eobard that we get from flashpoint bell? What, what you thinking there? That's what I
0: don't know. I'm, I'm curious about that. Cause when I heard that Eobard was going to be heading up Legion of doom and we also saw him in the uh, previews for the flash, I don't know. I I, I didn't know if this was going to be something where uh, it would make sense to me if, uh, you know, Eobard's there for Flashpoint. And when Flashpoint's getting resolved, for him to kind of, I guess, escape that doomed timeline would be a very interesting way for him to show up on Legends. Mm. Uh, He realizes that Flash made a big boo-boo, and he's going to have to fix that. And so when he does fix that, since he doesn't really exist in the other timeline, he's got to find a way out of that uh, to, to protect himself. So, yes, I would think that this is going to be the Eobard from... The, uh, the the Flashpoint timeline coming to the Legends of Tomorrow, uh, Legion of Doom, to lead them and be like, hey, look, I know all this stuff. All these cool things have happened. Well, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, it, it'll be interesting because he won't have any knowledge of the other timeline. So I just confuse myself. I don't know. It'll be interesting. But I think, yeah, I think he's going to come from the Flashpoint timeline uh, to, to sort of save himself when that timeline gets inevitably fixed.
1: Or or what if there were two Eobards, the Flashpoint Eobard and the non-Flashpoint Eobard, and that's how they, you know, the Eobard that was killed at the end of season one was Flashpoint. At the end of Flashpoint, he's running back into her house, which is how they're going to fix Flashpoint. He's the one that's going to kill her. Barry's going to be there. He's going to be stopped by himself, and you know, Eobard is, you know, trapped in the past or what have you, Yeah, I don't don't know how that's going to work either, but I'm I'm wondering if that's how they're going to get, you know, to say that we still have an eobard on.
2: Yeah, the problem with that is if that's the one that lasted, then that's the one that you know we saw yeah, in season right. one. In which case, the killing himself wouldn't matter,
1: unless he was the one we saw in episode one of season one that you know succeeded and then got stuck in the timeline and had to take over Harrison Wells. And
2: thing is, and that the flashpoint completely like eradicated everything that we saw in the first season. We saw that with you know, him being like even his himself from the previous uh, earlier in the same season being kind of faded away. Uh, it all it all kind of plays into that. Flashpoint. It's a unique beast, man. It's a unique.
1: Beast. You guys on Flash TV talk oh, overthink beasts. everything.
2: That's what they say. That's what they say. Look look at our iTunes reviews. That's what they say. Don't don't listen to Flash TV talk. If you <laughs> If you don't want people actually like you know analyzing time travel, that's that's what we do. That that's you know, that's what we're about. Yeah. Um, all right, so fair enough. But Legends TV Talk, we're, you know, you guys y'all y'all try not to overanalyze time travel either, because that's where that's where I went
0: wrong. Well, I've given up on time travel analyzation on Legends of Tomorrow. I well, I had three or was, four aneurysms, and I was just like, nah, I can't do it anymore.
1: Yeah, well, this was <laughs> a great podcast for you to take over, Bell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Arrow <laughs> Arrow TV Talk might be available too, but no, no, no. Let's go to the time travel one
0: (laughs) every five seconds you know it's gonna we're we're talking about the episode but let me stop you there this is why this doesn't work and then (laughs) you guys are just gonna be like shut up bell this (laughs) we've done this a hundred times and we've only had one episode stop trying to overthink things
2: (laughs) well let me ask you this kind of as as kind of a, a final question to the group you know we know that coming up this season on arrow flash and Legends of Tomorrow, as well as Supergirl. There is some some major crossover events going on, one in particular, in which case it's going to be a four-episode event that's going to cross all four shows. Uh, do you think that it's going to be the teams all teaming up against this these uh, Legion of Doom? We'll go around the table. Bell, what you think? That would be kind of neat,
0: uh, but I don't know if that's going to be the case because from what I had heard, the Supergirl crossover is sort of tangentially related to the other three uh in 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 that i don't i don't know how involved supergirl will be in the events of the crossover but she will be there so whether or not she'll help fight uh the bad guy and from what i had heard uh berlanti and and the team are still working on what that bad guy is going to be for the crossover like they hadn't even written the episode yet from what i understand Mm. uh so so i don't know that that could be interesting uh If anything, it will set up the villain Um, for Legions, Kyle. Which yeah, I'm
3: for that too. Yeah, I heard the exact same thing that that Bell Bell heard about uh, Supergirl being like the prologue to the crossover. Uh, But I'm hoping I'm hoping that somewhere within Flashpoint and and this this four part crossover that bind universes because it only makes sense to have that happen. Uh, But with with us over and them if the legion of doom is like the big bad for this over it'd be kind of kind of uh, bad to have these uh all these teams team up and get rid of four people considering that if if season two is legion for the legends don't you think that they should be the ones rid of them and not have and not needing of everyone else? It kind of takes away. At least that's what I think.
2: Fair point. Fair point. What, what do you say, Will?
1: Yeah, I think it I think I don't think it's going to be the Legion of Doom. I, I'm kind of wondering if it's not going to be where, you know, right around then's November, December. I wonder if that's going to be where they're like, wait a second. Did Earth change? Where the hell's Barry. You know, and Supergirl comes over to find him, and I think it's going to be a whatever happened to Barry Allen story, try to figure it out, and then by that, get involved with the Reverse Flash, and, you know, maybe even, I have a feeling they're going to start sprinkling in the anti-monitor at some point. Mm -hmm. I think they want to build towards a crisis. I I do, and I don't think you can do it without an anti-monitor. So you know i mean it, it it's tough to say either that or it's going to be the time trapper because they've already introduced the legion So you could easily go to the time trapper. That's good.
2: Yeah. The anti monitor. I hadn't thought about that, but that makes sense, especially considering that you're dealing with multiple earths, um, you know, Supergirl in particular. So, uh, some exciting stuff one way or the other, like a lot of great stuff, looking forward to some great TV on the horizon, uh, some great podcasting as well with, uh, with the new legends of podcasting coming together on legends, TV talk for season two. You can keep up with all of them throughout the week. Why don't you tell I, the good folks how to keep at up with
3: me uh, uh, My handle uh, is at KyleCrowsey89. Uh, I'm also on Facebook. Uh,
1: William. I'm at W R Benson on the Twitter, which doesn't have much to do, but I'll start doing a little bit more. And, of course, I'm also on the Facebook, the Instagram, the, uh, you know, all sorts of things. I'm on the uh, Speak and Spell, if you have one of those. <laughs> um, you, can, you can reach me there. Um, you know, so... There you go. And Bell, finally.
0: Uh, Yeah. yeah. As always, you can reach me on Twitter at ring that bell spelled B-E-A-L-L because my ancestors decided (laughs) to misspell a fairly common word.
2: Hey, dyslexia is a hell of a drug. It's true. It's true. You can find me on Twitter as well at the real bo york. I will be tuning in and listening every single week to Legends TV Talk. You should as well. You can subscribe to it on the Satchel podcast player. Go to satchelplayer.com, download Satchel, subscribe to the show. <laughs> and if you listen to other podcast players, that's fine. But you should listen to it on Satchel, satchelplayer.com. Guys, you can find more about this and other DC TV talk shows at dctvtalk.com. Find a, a number of great shows there. So dctvtalk.com. And until the future past of the past future, I've been, what, what? No, the Time Lords. What? what, what ah, ah.
1: Time Lords are trademark of BBC and have nothing to do with Warner <laughs> Brothers. Please don't come for the Time <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah exactly i do have a tagline for oh. us though Oh, a legendary multiverse Four. i like it maybe we'll work I'm on sure. that <laughs> anyway thanks guys for checking in and uh we'll be with you uh we're we're, we're gonna record uh the, the night of so we'll have our podcast available i i, I guess assume the weekend the, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah i'm gonna hold, i'm weekend. gonna shoot for the so, weekend yeah so excellent so yeah, watch legends listen to us and we're all going
1: to have a blast. everyone.